Sad Bastard. I'm Dave Ternowski. And I'm a bit of a fucking mess. It's been ten months since my wife and I split, and yet sometimes it feels like no time has passed at all. When I went back to New York last week, I felt lost. It felt wrong. Like, this isn't supposed to be happening. What happened to my life? But what happened was I blew it up and there's no going back. I have to start over again. And I question whether this was really the next step. I still don't know exactly what is coming next. Not that anyone really does. Life can always change without much or any notice at all. New York is a known quantity to me. I know people there. I have family there. But do I belong there? I've never felt like I belonged anywhere, unless it was with someone else. I felt like I belonged with Maria. I felt seen. But physically, where I was, no. And I'm sure that has everything to do with me, with how I feel about myself, and how I project that onto others. But other people are variables, always. It's other people who helped make me who I am, for better and worse. And no matter where I live, I'll probably be inside, away from people most of the time anyway. I love being around people, I really do, but they can drain me very, very quickly. Maybe that's why the friends I've had were always substance abusers like me. It was easy to escape reality, to get stoned, drunk, lose my inhibitions, but I can't do that anymore. It's not good for me. I've known that for a long time, but learned after being diagnosed with bipolar disorder that those things just make me worse. I already suffered from depression and anxiety, and booze and weed both amplify those things. They also make it impossible for me to think straight, to create. But how am I going to meet people without these social activities? How can I go on a date without drinks? I guess I'll find out. And New York may not be the best decision, but it's sort of the only decision right now. And what's a year, two years? A lot can happen in that time. Things I have no concept of right now. I'm just having a crisis of faith in myself at the moment. I feel like I took a hundred steps back on my road to recovery, to potential happiness, and I'm back to looking back, to seeing my best days all behind me, I'm crying more often than I had been, I'm feeling hopeless more often, suicidal thoughts have been popping up again, everything just seems so fucking hard, so scary. But things will get better. I know that. 
I'll figure it all out. And this move will be long behind me. Before I know it, it'll be a year since I moved back to New York. But right now, that feels so very far off. My life right now still doesn't feel real. Every day is just waiting for something, not living. And I know a lot of this has to do with COVID, waiting for it to go away, for everything to go back to normal, whatever normal is going to look like. And there's almost a comfort in that, that my personal life changed so much during a moment in time when the world is changing, hopefully for the better. But I need to think of me, not the world. What do I want? What have I been waiting for? What have I been holding myself back from? I don't know the answers to these questions. Especially what I want. I didn't know I'd want to do this. This podcast. The Instagram stories the memes. I hate all of these things to an extent. The Instagram stuff, social media, these things have detached me from my life. My marriage would have been much different had I not been caught up in all of that. It would probably still exist. I'd still have my wife next to me. I'd feel loved, safe, less alone in this world happier. Maybe. Maybe not. I'll never know. But right now I don't. I did start all this stuff. I did sabotage my real life. But maybe there was a point to all of it. Maybe something really good will come out of all this strife and grief. All these things I brought upon myself. I have to bring new things into my life. And that blank canvas is fucking terrifying. But I can do this. I need to keep reminding myself of that. I can do this. Maybe things will become clearer after I take the next step. I just don't know. And I know that's okay. I know I'll figure it out, however long it takes. Things could always be worse, and it's up to me to make them better. That's the hard part, doing the work to change. And I know I'm not alone here. I received all of these responses from followers responding to my what's on your mind prompt on Instagram. Kate wrote, I feel like I don't belong anywhere or deserve to be happy. And then there was Ethan who wrote, Having a hard time committing to the work, I find it difficult to process disappointment. Hussein wrote, The concept that life is suffering. Timmy wrote, Am I enough? And Paula simply wrote, And these responses all came within minutes of each other. And all of them resonate with me, 
especially right at this moment. And being here for these people still helps me feel seen. I do feel like I have a calling with this stuff. But at the same time, I feel like this isn't what I want to do. Do I always want to be the sad bastard? Will that always just be my default? Kaya wrote, My life feels like it's on track again, but it makes me regret my mistakes so much more. I've felt the same exact way for a while, but recently I've fallen off track, and I regret my mistakes even more. I know I need to learn from those mistakes, but will I? Or am I doomed to keep making them? It goes back to what Kate wrote. I feel like I don't belong anywhere or deserve to be happy. Do I deserve happiness after all the shit I've done? After hurting the person who cared the most for me time and time again? And if I do deserve it, will I find it again? Fuck, I hope so. No, no, you know what? I hope for something better. I received the following submission from Petto while I was writing this, and it fits so well that I knew I had to incorporate it and elaborate on it because it's what I need the most right now. She wrote, Can you nail down hope? Like, what do you mean or see when you say hope? Hope is what keeps me moving forward. It's the belief in the face of everything telling me otherwise that things will be better. And when I feel like all hope is lost, that I'll never feel happiness again, that's when I start thinking about suicide. But I haven't done it yet because even at my most miserable, in my darkest of times, I know in my heart that things will pass, that things will get better. And it's that tiny grain of hope that I cling to. And often it's false hope. Often I'll hope for things that are impossible, that I know are impossible, but I want to believe are not. But false hope is still hope. It keeps faith alive. And it's kept me alive. It helps bide time. If we didn't have hope, even if it's ludicrous, what's the point of anything? Like I said earlier, I don't always want to be the sad bastard. I have hope that I'll be happy one day, or at least more happy than sad. But hope requires work to make it real. I have to work on making myself happy. And I think that's the disconnect why hope can easily dwindle. Often my hope is simply that the next day will be better than the one before. That I'll somehow magically wake up better. But hope can be fucking exhausting. I've been making these podcasts, hoping people like them, that it resonates with people. But often I just don't want to. I don't believe I have anything positive to share. Or I feel like it's pointless, like I'm wasting my time. 
and that's hopelessness. Questioning if what I'm doing is taking me in a direction I want to be. And so doing the work becomes less attractive. It becomes harder to do, let alone to know what the work is. And often if things are hard, I just want to lie on the floor and die. But there's a belief underneath it all that I will figure it out. I will change. I will make things better. I feel like I've been to an extent, but often I go backwards. Like with the decision that I have to make about where to live. Last weekend when I was in New York, I quickly went from hopeful to uncertain to fearful. And when that happens, I can make some terrible fucking decisions. I will do things that make me feel better in the moment, regardless of how I might feel afterwards. That's where booze and weed and sex and love addiction always came into play with me. I could delay feeling anything else for the moment. I had been caught up in all of those things for more than half of my life. And they led me to believe I was incapable of making good decisions. So I leaned more into the bad ones and just coasted through life. But when I did that, I only increased my fear and diminished my hope for better things. I wouldn't believe I deserved better things. And when I'd be high on substances or a woman or both, I wouldn't think in terms of the future. I only lived in the present moment, but I wasn't truly present. It was a fantasy. And the fantasy is that the feeling will last forever. It never lasts. It's like how you go from the beginning of a relationship, the honeymoon phase, however long it lasts, and then things become normal. Just life. You are now with this person. It's very easy to just coast. Because again, Hope requires work. And often we can feel that we don't need more. We have this person we love and life is good. But is it really? I most definitely took my wife for granted. We'd always be together, I thought, no matter what. And yet I did so many things to sabotage that. But I also know she took me for granted. It happens to most of us, I'd say, because it's much easier to stay in something than start over. It's easier to hope things will get better. But again, hope without work equals nothing. I didn't put in the work anymore. I assumed she'd always be there, that we'd still have good times mixed in with the bad, the mundane, regular life shit. And I know that's why I've had such a hard time dealing with her loss. Why I regret everything I did to fuck it up. All of those things that I did to make myself feel better in the moment because I wasn't getting them from her as much as I wanted. That's why I always say you can't make your partner your everything. Because I always do. And I probably always will. 
Hope makes us do stupid things, and it can greatly disappoint us. But again, without it, what's the point? Here's the thing about hope that I've come to realize. Hope is fear's twin. Hope would be nothing without fear. Hope is love. Fear is losing that love. When you fear something is or isn't going to happen, hope comes along to say, don't listen to them. Fear's the bully though. Fear can talk a lot louder than hope. But no one works on being more fearful. Fear doesn't take any effort. Maybe it's that instinctual fight or flight mechanism we all have. The fear that something bad is about to happen. Fear gets the adrenaline pumping. Hope only makes us feel good when the thing we hope for comes true. But it can get us through the fear. Sometimes. Those bad things we hope won't happen sometimes do end up happening. And hope seems silly. And it can be downright destructive. I had hope for the better part of a year that my wife and I would get back together. It was beyond a false hope. It was foolish in so many ways. But I clung to it for dear life. In my darkest hours, it was the thing that kept me hanging on until I could accept the truth. It was over. And there was nothing I could do to change that. But you know what? Even with all of that shit, I still have a little bit of hope. That's the fucked up thing about hope. Even in the face of all of the shit of her saying, no, there's still that voice that's like, maybe. Hope can make us absolute fucking dumb shits. But now my hope is on to other things, a better, happier life in the future. But it won't just happen on its own. Things don't just fix themselves. I want to go back to what Ethan wrote to me. Having a hard time committing to the work, I find it difficult to process disappointment. Hope can often lead to disappointment. There's an old saying I always think of, wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one piles up first. Doing the work means failing a lot. Failing is how you learn. Now sometimes what you learn, what you tell yourself you learned, is that you should stop doing the work. It only causes you pain. You start to feel hopeless. You fear your life will never get better. So you give up. But that's okay, as long as you don't give up completely. Because after a while you realize you had been doing the work for years. It just wasn't a conscious thing. We're all striving to be a better version of ourselves. And sometimes we feel like we never will. We relapse. 
The thing about recovery is it's much more than just something you do from drugs or alcohol. Me, I'm a recovering human being. And the first step to recovery is admitting you have something you need to recover from. And quite often what we have to recover from is this thought that we aren't worthy of happiness. That we are doomed to forever suffer. That we are pieces of shit. Unlovable. These thoughts can lead us to make a lot of bad decisions. And those only reinforce the belief that we suck. Bad decisions don't necessarily make you a bad person. The next step after admitting you have a problem is working towards accepting those problems. Accepting the bad things you've done. Forgiving yourself for doing the unforgivable. Quite often other people will forgive you before you forgive yourself. And acceptance leads to the next step. Change. Even if it's a baby step. Even if all of the steps along the way are baby steps. There's still steps in the right direction. And yes, you will stumble and fall and go backwards sometimes. And you will be frustrated. I'm frustrated all the time. I'll stop and think about my wife, my ex, and how terrible things ended, and things I did to hurt her, and stupid things I said, things I wish I never said, things I wish I had said, and then I'll yell at myself, fucking stop it, Dave. It's been almost a year and it still feels like yesterday. I don't feel any closer to being over it, and it fucking pisses me off. I'm no closer to forgiving myself for fucking up the best thing that ever happened to me. I don't feel like I'm any different now. But I am. I've been doing the work, even if it doesn't feel like I have. Recovery, grief, these things don't work on your own timeline. I'm always saying that because I always need reminding of it. And I hope one day I'll wake up and think, I feel better. I am better. I have learned from my mistakes. I forgive myself for them. I accept them and myself and all of my flaws. That day may be months or years from now, but I believe it will come. And that right there is hope. The belief that better days are ahead. Because they are. They always are. Well, that's all for this week. I am completely out of hope. As always, please subscribe to this podcast if you don't already. Rate, review, and share with everyone you know who could benefit from it. And follow my Instagram accounts, Nick Cave and the Bad Memes and Sad Peaks. I do Q&As almost every day where you can tell me what's on your mind. And I might reply to it on a future episode. And follow me on the Stereo app, where I do a live podcast every Friday night, or afternoon, or Saturday morning, depending on where you live. It's Stereo.com backslash The Sad Bastard. I'll be back next week. 
Until then, keep doing the work. Keep hope alive. Keep going. Taken me down, my friend As they usher me off to my end Well, I bid you adieu well, I'll be seeing you soon What they say around here